Welcome back to Late to the Party, season two, episode 11. How are we feeling today, party? Um, I feel too free. My ears are unheadphoned and <laughs> it does feel I, weird. I'm in the wild. I'm hearing my own voice. Uh, I hate it here. It has been, we are back at a table for the first time since, <laughs> since March 22, episode two. Episode four. I wasn't at one of them. Oh yeah, you didn't record four, three, and four with us. You were you were a laptop voice. Yeah, laptop cam. Laptop cam. <laughs> Worst times. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's so lovely to see everyone's smiling faces. Of course, this is a podcast, so you can see none of them. But just know that everyone is beautiful. Here, can you hear my smile right now? <laughs> can you hear my smile I mean, right now? What we look like. I feel right? ridiculous. Can you, my can you, my cheeks hurt. I'm like I'm like smiling. With oh my, my gosh. With my voice. Um. <laughs> So yeah, fun fact about Jordan is that my uh, toxic Zoom quality is that I have too many beverages and that is also my toxic playing D&D quality because I have three beverages out and multiple of them are on the floor because I don't have enough table space. Uh, yes, uh, my toxic Zoom trait has been, uh, sorry, hello, my name is Tyler Doobie. I play Sunny Days, a half-elf cleric. Uh, my fun fact is that Sunny uses small forks because it makes her feel like a giant, and she picked up this habit from Sunday tea with her grandmama. Anyway, my toxic Zoom habit is that I've used half of the table, half of our whole dining room table since Jordan and I have been recording together, but Ethan and Camille have been separated, so I haven't had to share... Um, and I hate it. I hate sharing. <laughs> well, they are still taking up at least a third of the table. It's true. I'm on minimal footprint. Hi, everyone. I'm Camille Leonard. I play Lily Davis, your favorite chaos incarnate. And uh, I don't know what this whole trend is about toxic Zoom habits. Uh, I'm sure I have one, but I don't know what the categories are. Uh, your, your toxic Zoom habit is always using the blur no matter what. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll yep. accept that one. I'll accept that one. But uh, Lily, fun fact, is for her last birthday, Willie bought her, Willie, Lily. <laughs> Lily <laughs> bought herself uh, glitter outdoor wheels. So she, you know, they're like glittery, but they also light up so she can like disco in the dark whenever she wants. This is Disco great. Disco skating, excellent. Hi, my name is Ethan Edgehill. I play the character of Ben Allen Roth, and I'm going to have to find the Ben Allen Roth voice because it's been so long that I'm sorry he doesn't live inside of me anymore. He moved. But he moved, he, yeah. he doesn't live in New York. He doesn't yeah. live in Miami. He doesn't live in your head anymore. Hi, everybody. This is Ben Allen Roth here. No. Nice <laughs> um, hi, I'm Ben Allen Roth. More, I'm, more New York. I'm partially a wizard. Water. You're partially Water. a wizard? Wait, I thought you were partially a sorcerer. <laughs> Whatever, partially a sorcerer, yeah. But like he's been in the realm long enough now, right? That like maybe he's adopted a new accent. My name is Ben and I'm partially a shell. <laughs> <laughs> Marcel the shell with shoes uh, on. And my, Jordan's toxic trait is that she didn't know what Marcel the shell with shoes on was until a week ago. And my toxic zoom trait is that I have cool stuff set up behind me and then I stack mail in front of it so nobody can see it. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> stack like, uh, like, yeah, just unpaid, not unpaid, like un unopened SoFi student loan refinance offers. Where Camille has put on too much blur, Ethan has not put on enough. Put on enough blur, <laughs> yes. I just have stuff. I've stolen all the blur. See, the way my apartment's set up, I don't have a good spot to put stuff down when I get inside. So like, I just open the door to my office because it's the first thing I see and then just like put stuff on... So you're the table there, the surface cluttering, you're surface cluttering with mail. Yes. Great. 
Anyway, we're back in person. This feels insane. I don't know how to feel about this. Um, we, we are back in person. I'm just sad that Pickles is not here. Honestly, this is the first Pickles-less Ethan pickles, trip I thought about. Had. I thought about bringing Pickles. I really did, but he would be an absolute nightmare while we're trying to record this. <laughs> oh, for A lot sure. Of barks. We're already contending with five cats. Yeah, so. he's, and he's been very barky today. Aww. Barky boy. Barky boy, yeah. Big sad. We last left off, I believe the entire party, Ben, Lily, and Sunny, were all excitedly getting ready to get some awesome magical items. We had that little countdown, and then uh, how this is gonna work for you all party is you're gonna take off in your three different directions, and each of you will see three items on the table. You can get up to three of those items depending on how well you roll on your d20. If you get above a 16, you can have all three. If you get above uh, an eight, you can get two of the items and you can choose them. Or if you get below a seven, you only get one item, but you can choose it. Or you can give yourself advantage on this, this basically luck roll. If you don't get all three items, you don't get to pick which items you get. Pros and cons, some risk there. And I would like to start with Sunny days. Yes. Hello. So that that three, two, one. Ah. Everybody dashes off. Sunny, you run up to a table. You see three items. You see a small, perfectly round black stone, a child-sized blue blanket with a small shield, and a blue rune embroidered on the corner. And you see what appears to be a bag of donuts. A bag of bagels. Why? <laughs> The whole world is a bag of bagels. <laughs> Sorry. How would you like to roll? Um, I think I'd like to do a single roll where uh, I just you get to pick I get to items. pick. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. go ahead and give um, me that. I'm going to use my chunky blue dice. Thank you, Starpunk DMC. And I got a twelve. So what do I do? Uh, so you're going to be able to pick two of those items. So a a small round black stone, a blue blanket with a small shield and a rune embroidered in the corner and something that appears to be a bag of donuts. Um, you could also make an investigation check. Yeah, can I? Can, yeah. Or, or an insight or arcana, um, arcana. What would you, I think what I'm check go would you like to do? With, uh, I think I'll go with insight. Um, can I do that? Yeah. Like the insight, do I need to pick one to insight or the whole table? It, what are you trying to insight? Um, I'm trying to in, ooh. Or, or is it investigation or arcana? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and do arcana since I might as well be a little magical bean today and check anything for magical essence. Excellent. 17, oh gosh, I haven't looked at my character sheet in ages. Uh, 21. With a 21, you can tell that all three of these items are magical. Um, the blanket seems to be some sort of magical protection. Mm -hmm. The stone seems to be some sort of spell modification. And the bag of donuts, while giving off quite a lot of magic, you can't really get a read on what that magic is. Okay, I think I'm gonna go for the stone and the donuts because geology and who doesn't want a bag of donuts? Camille. It is I. You dash up to a table and you see Three magical items. You see uh, a pair of boots that appear to have pockets on the sides of them, an ebony statuette of a cat without a tail, 
and something that appears to be a gauntlet with small attachments on the knuckles. Um, Arcana, insight, investigation, perception, any of these things to get a read on them? Let's do an insight check. Yeah, a 16. A 16. Um, So you can tell that there is some interesting magic coming off of each of these items. Um, The cat statue seems to be connected to death in some way. Um, The boots, you can see that there's sort of magic emanating out of both the pockets and the soles of the boots. Uh, And the gauntlet uh, on your insight, you actually notice that it looks like it can be reloaded. So it might have uh, a function that has a certain number of expenditures before reloading. And then you can roll either with advantage to not pick which items you get or do a flat roll to pick which items. I'm gonna chance it and go with a flat roll. All right. Come on, come on. 15? 15, it was a 16 plus to get all three. So you can have two of the boots with pockets, the statue of the cat or the gauntlet. It's so hard to choose. They all seem good. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't think you'll be disappointed. I definitely want the boots. Now I have to decide between the cat or the gauntlet. I'm going with the cat. All right. I'm not going to tell you what the gauntlet was because I'm not going to make you sad. I know that all of them were good. That is true. But my MO is punching people. So I figured I'm still going to keep punching people. So. Awesome, I have dropped your two items to you. Um, And actually both of your items were submitted by uh, fans of the show and and so was one of Sunny's. Uh, Sunny's uh, perfectly round black stone was submitted by Q the Sparkle. And the boots were submitted by Justin Manuel and the black cat totem was submitted by Loxley B. I know you didn't describe these boots as trimmed with fur, but can we call them the boots with the fur? They can be the boots Boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. The boots with the pockets, open parentheses, and the fur, close parentheses. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Ben, you run up to a table and you see three items uh, that catch your eye. The first looks to be a three-sided die. Okay. Uh, the second appears to be a simple wand, like a, a wizard's wand. Uh, and the third is a ring with a metallic two-sided comedy tragedy mask on the front of it. Can you describe what a three-sided dice looks like, please? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm still stuck cool. on it. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, Great. like, yes, I in fact wanted it to be like a, what? what? Can, I, can I do like an insight check not to like discover, uh, can I, can I do like a, like a vibe check and see which ones speak to me? Which ones speak to you? Yeah. All right. If um, that makes sense. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to like figure anything out about them. I'm trying to like, yeah, you know, get a just get a read on which ones I just should try to get. Instinct. Yeah. Oof. Oof. A doofa. All right. Uh, ro- starting off hot. That's a that's a fat four plus one five for insight. Honestly, you don't know if this is the table for you. Cool. Like, uh, Neato. <laughs> one might say bad vibes, but as you also look around, you realize like pretty much all of the other tables are starting to clear out. Okay. So if you want items, you might still be stuck here. Cool. But if not, we can maybe look at some other tables. You know, Lily left something on her table. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to leave it a chance. I'm going to do the uh, advantage roll thing. That is an 11. 
and oh, and that is an eight. Uh, so you are going to pick up the ring and that three-sided die. Who picks up the other item? Uh, nobody. It just goes away. It vanishes. It vanishes. Wait, that's way more interesting. <laughs> no, it just it didn't sell, and so it's it's the no longer. The wand pops out a little like for sale, like a flag on the end of it. It's like, by the way, I was the secret power that was gonna destroy the demon beast. <laughs> All right. Um. So, Sunny, would you like to tell us about the two items that you just picked up? Um. Yes. So, as Jordan described, I have the dark stone, a perfectly small round black stone. If I cast light on it, it does the complete opposite. It makes everything completely dark for however much distance I would like. Um, and dim out to however further than that. Uh, Jordan will math that because yep. Jordan's the DM here. Um, it completely covers and blocks darkness uh, and it lasts until light is cast again or it's dismissed. And since you know light's basically a compulsory thing for me, I think this is a great find. Uh, and then I have the bag of components. Uh, it looks like a bag of donuts. Each donut uh, can replace any spell component up to 500 gold pieces. I must eat the donut to gain the effect. Uh, lit. <laughs> I feel like that's the, the best way to use it is you get to eat it. Yeah. Otherwise it would yeah, just yeah, be yeah. sad. Right. I, this one, I knew the donuts was like, Oh, the, the one I wanted. Jordan said donuts and it was like, well, between the other two, which one do I want? Uh, Lily, would you just like to describe the items that you got? Yeah, so I got the Boots of Cargo, which is a pair of boots with pockets on the sides, and they grant the wearer plus 10 speed, and the pockets collectively function as a bag of minor holding, which is exciting. I don't quite know what that means, but I know I can hold stuff. Yeah, it basically, so a bag of holding is a very powerful magical object that basically allows you to carry, I think, up to like 500 pounds, and it weighs 15 pounds. Uh, minor holding is the lesser version of that. That works. And uh, my second item was a black cat totem, um, an ebony statue of a cat without a tail, may expend one of nine charges to succeed on a death saving throw, must be attuned. So all I have to say is I'm very excited about both. <laughs> Because who doesn't like cool shoes? But also, that means that Lily can really recklessly <laughs> behave. Yes. <laughs> yes mm -hmm. Like, I have nine opportunities to save myself. Yes. As, as soon as you read that, I was like, oh, Cats Lily's getting way lives. more chaotic this season. <laughs> Reckless. Uh, and Ben, would you like to describe the two items that you got? Yeah, I've got the Ring of the Thespian, a ring topped with a metallic two-sided comedy slash tragedy mask. Upon catching, sorry, upon casting a spell using a spell slot, the wearer may choose to either cast Thaumaturgy or Prestidigitation instantly as part of the action, adding a dramatic effect on top of the spell. <laughs> or, or, also, I have the three-sided die, highly magical, three uses. Will triple the damage range or effect radius of any one spell cast once. That's like... That's big. So I can really not care how big the room is. Cast <laughs> yeah. <Fireball. laughs> um... That's horrifying. That would have been great for fighting Andrew. Oh my God. Yeah. It hurts. Neat. Well, Lily is definitely going to put the boots on and then tuck the cat in the pocket of the boot. 
uh, now that the gathering has finished and everyone, so you you look around and you see, you know, somebody walking away with this giant sword that like does not look like it would be easy to wield, but like little gnome carrying this giant great sword. It's magic. It only weighs a pound. And just, just walking along and you see all the of these. The gnome is just saying that out loud. Like, yeah. Nice. Yup. Baller. Baller status. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you're all sort of ushered out of the arena space because they need to flip it for the battle that's happening next. So the big arena battle. You're all sort of gathered around uh, and you hear off in the distance, uh, final call for arena entrance. We have two slots available, two slots available for teams of up to three. Parties of up to three may compete. Two slots available. Uh, I'm gonna look at my friends here and just be like, hey, um, <laughs> hey, uh, I think we should go take that one of those last slots. You know, we should really get involved in this this whole arena thing, right? We need to we need to meet the Pharaoh. We need to. Uh, what's the matter, Sonny? You look. A little... uh, well, do you do you want me to join the team, or do you want me to like stand on the sideline, or do you want me to like actually join and like try to do I mean, something? I I want you there. Like I I don't, what would I do without my cleric? What are we supposed to do? Just two people, a, a, a tag team to. Two, two is a couple, three hey, is too many. What's what's going on? You know, I just feel occasionally like I, uh, when I try to charge forward, I do a bad job, and I, I maybe should just stand to the side and and you know let let the grown ups take care of the business. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm like as old as you now after you took that wonky. You know, I have Potion. no idea. Age and time is a really weird yeah, thing. Did you know it's actually still April back on back on the the home world? Yeah, it's really weird. Like, yeah, April twenty twenty. April twenty twenty. Everything in the world is great, right? Everything in the world is great. Um, no, I mean, like, I, Sunny, I would be super dead without you. Like, you know you, that, right? Like, you bring up a point that I hadn't really Declan considered. Declan Reed would actually be dead. Oh yeah. I totally forgot about Declan. You know, we don't we don't th think about the Miami International Inter Interplanar Air Portal <laughs> uh, that much anymore since the last time we were there. Sonny, who's gonna revive me when I die? Hey, you have Revivify stocked, right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, one spot left in the tournament. Last call for the tournament. Right, well, I'm going to so go set us up okay. and, and then you can continue this moral quandary as to whether or not you're going to participate, but I got to go set us up. Otherwise we're not going to be the going book. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, Lily, do you think that without me that everyone would live? How do you think teams work? You got to have everybody. Hey, they said it has to be three people. Otherwise they're going to kill okay, us. Okay. L Lily, we got to, we, <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. Uh, so as everyone shuffles over, so Ben, you're the first to arrive. You see, there's just a mass of, of people and creatures. You see, uh, a couple of very tall elves, uh, in the corner holding some swords and sort of sparring with one another. Uh, you see, uh, a giant half orc 
wearing a sash that says bride to be. And she's got a couple of friends with her that are all wearing team bride t-shirts. There's a couple of people, you know, doing sit-ups and push-ups and stretching and getting ready to go. You see uh, fighters who are, you know, wrestling. You see sorcerers, you know, casting little spells, bringing about familiars, other fun things like that. Uh, and you see a man with a clipboard uh, whose name is uh, Gildori, and and he is holding a clipboard and says, "Final call for the tournament. We have space for one last party." Uh, uh, hello. Lily just walks up and rips the clipboard out of his hand. <laughs> All right. Well, I should be used to this right now. Zero spots left in the tournament. <laughs> now, things that you need to know for the tournament. There are 12 teams that are playing, up to three players per team. There are no restrictions on who can fight, but your weapons must be checked before entry to make sure that they are not cursed weapons. So please begin pulling those out and we will, uh, a couple of like lizard folk security guards come over and start like leafing through everybody's weapons, doing little magical checks on them, making sure that nobody's gonna be perma-killed by any of these weapons, like curse of death on them. You are eliminated when your entire party is downed or knocked unconscious. You as an individual are also eliminated if you are knocked unconscious, but you may be brought back up by a team member once. Uh, if someone is killed in battle, uh, first of all, it's considered poor form on the part of the person who killed them, but they will be revivified because like, there's plenty of magic here, you'll be fine. As a reminder, our prizes, third place is a deck of illusion. Second place is a fully outfitted set of armor from the master armorer. First place is a meeting with the Pharaoh himself and a bag of magical ring. As a reminder, there are traps being assembled in the arena. Uh, they will do as much damage to you as your fellow battlers may. Uh, initiative per number happens exactly at the same time. Each person may do one check before their turn and then everything else is standard action, bonus action, reaction. With that, I need you all to roll your initiative rolls. The way you were so cheery about it made me realize that Squid Game doesn't exist in this universe yet. That is a critical failure. Oh, <laughs> I got, not for me. I got an 11. I rolled an 11. Excellent. Um, and I need a team captain nominated to pull from this bag of 12 numbers here to- Go, Ben, go. Lily just giving up leadership to Ben. Yeah, I was about to say I'm go, Lily, shock. go. All right. So I'm, I'm to, assuming to, I'm rolling a yes, okay. To place yourselves on the map. That's an 11. That's gonna be an 11 for the party. I'm just gonna switch you with whoever I put in number 11 spot. Get number 11. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just had you guys in, in the number one spot and figured I would move you. I actually moved you with one of my favorite NPCs. Um, it's pronounced Nipukas. Nipukas. I'm, I'm, you're right. I'm so, so incredibly sorry. Do you even DM? Yeah. God, Jordan, it's been like three months. What have you forgotten? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, it looks like Kevin and Molly Darton, the only remaining... Party members of Kevin and friends are here giving some welcoming remarks. Kevin. Hello. You can fight now. 
Please, everyone, wait until the the battle has officially started, and we are going to load you into the arena. I do have a map. Oh my god, <laughs> it's beautiful! Wow, that's beautiful. Give us a word picture, Jordan. Yes. Yeah. So, on the map, uh, it is basically a giant hexagon, and in the middle of the hexagon, there is a large elevated platform that's about five feet off of the ground. And the the hexagon itself is like several hundred feet wide. There is, it is likely that you will not interact with every party that's here. The platform in the middle also is surrounded by a small moat. There are two- Are like, you hunger gaming us? Bars coming out of it basically. Um, with stairs and little places where people might fight. And then in the sit center of the the brown boxes, there, there are some little brown boxes around. Uh, that is genuinely like boxes uh, just that people can use for cover. There's some water on the map. And standing in spot number 11 to your left, you see party 12. Party 12, you see a tall... Um, male elf who appears to be magical in some way. Uh, he has a narrow face with matted black hair, amber eyes. He's wearing golden robes and wearing a, or wielding a club and a dagger. Uh, with him, you see a young female elf druid and she has cropped golden hair and also large amber eyes and a thin nose. She wears leather armor, wields a spear and a short spear, and is looking around very suspiciously. A spear and a short spear? Yes. Badass. To your right, you see a group of three. You see Galinor, a large elf who is outfitted just, just to the teeth. He's wearing splint mail and wielding a battle ax. Uh, with him, you see a dwarf, with an animal companion and wielding a quarterstaff and another elf with a splint mail, a club, and uh, also another animal companion. So those are the people immediately around you. You've got a group of two and a group of three. <laughs> During the Pharaoh's speech, which will come next, you will each have the opportunity to make two checks. You can make checks on the arena. You can make checks on people you're battling. You can make checks on like what would be advantageous position wise. So each person think about what checks you might want to make. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm just, I'm going to try to get a vibe check on either of the teams next to us to see which one's going to be the easiest for me to take down in one large spell. In one large spell. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'll let you do investigation insight or even arcana perhaps. It was a slightly listy 19, and it, and I re-rolled it, and it is an 8, plus Arcana is 5, so 13. The couple to your left seems maybe a little bit slower off the draw, although you're a little slow off the draw, too. And the group to your right, because of how um, significantly outfitted they are armor-wise, you're thinking that directly attacking any individual one of them might be more challenging than... Uh, doing like an area of effect spell on them. Cool. Um, Sunny Lily, any checks you want to make? Lily wants to know who's most punchable. Most punchable. So roll insight. I'm going to make that an insight check. Seven. So to be clear, the most punchable person is not nearby. Like the man who has a punchable face uh, is across across the way wearing a giant suit of armor and has basically muscle next to him. Most punchable face at, at group number five. However, most punchable in general, 12, the ones to your left. 
would probably be the easiest tip. Uh, Sunny, any check? Can I check if there's any undead on the field? Sure. I'm, I'm just strong against them. Okay. I got a nat 20. Nat 20 on, on what, what check to look for undead or just undead? Yeah, they rolled a nat 20 undead. Nat, nat 20 <laughs> yeah, exclusively on undead. Um, <laughs> there are not undead on the field right now, unfortunately. Cool. You each do right have- Right now. Right now. Yeah. Which means that there might be. All right, you guys are all gearing up, looking around, making those first checks. You also, so in this arena, in addition to seeing everything in front of you, you also sort of look up and around and about you and you realize that there's like a very clearly enclosed magical dome where like if you were to try to throw a weapon at it, it would bounce off. If you were trying to cast a spell at it, it would bounce off. And if someone were trying to cast a spell in, it would be a bit more challenging. Lily has something else she wants to do. She's going to remember that she has mind powers and she's going to close her eyes and say, who goes there? Hoping for a response. In her head? Yeah. Nobody responds. Damn. All right. Uh, while you're standing in the arena, a, a flicker of light on this screen and appears just the most beautiful looking fire Janazi man you've ever ever seen. He's got bright white teeth, a beautiful glimmering smile, sparkling eyes, and suddenly the crowd erupts into cheers. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, you immediately recognize this to be the Pharaoh from all of the signs that you've been seeing around town. And he begins. Lovers, fighters, and friends of all ages, welcome to the grand tournament and the final event of the Leary Annual Festival. The Pharaoh raises his arms and shows that he is quite buff, although not apparently or armored. He is carrying an ornate scepter and he wears a modest plant-based crown, uh, which blooms with flowers in front of your eyes as he raises his hands. Can everyone please roll a wisdom saving throw? Critical failure again, Jordan. Stop it. Dice jail. Uh, 12? I got a 22. Lily and Ben, you feel yourself like pleasantly charmed by this person. And Sunny, can you roll either insight or arcana, please? Yeah, I also have some like immunity to being charmed and put to sleep. And I just found that out. And you know, it makes episode whatever. Three, yeah. two, whatever. Um, what am I rolling? Uh, insight or arcana? Uh, I want to do arcana. 17. Um, so Sunny, you can see, um, that there is obviously some sort of, some sort of charm spell happening. Not only are Lily and Ben both like very entranced by this, this person, but a lot of the people in the arena are, um, it doesn't feel dangerous or malintended in a weird way. It like, would, would you get a 20? I have advantage on saving throws against being charmed. Um, I got a 20. You got a plus 20. Um, it doesn't even really feel like this spell is happening intentionally. So he's just like that suave. Mm -hmm. Politics, am I right? The Pharaoh continues. I am so very gracious to Mer Taiham for allowing me to join the festivities this year since of course, 
Capital City Agorora's festival does not draw quite as many amazing attendees or adventuring parties. Uh, and you see a tall, dark elven man sort of blithely acknowledge the pharaoh and then immediately resume chatting with Molly Darton. Now, as a reminder, the winners of this incredible tournament will get a meeting with me. And I am so very excited to meet you, glorious champions, glorious victors, and uh, I think it's time to let the battle commence. Um, one more check from everybody on anything that you want to look at around the arena. So you said the people to the right of us, group number 10, they're all wearing armor? Yes. Cool. I'm good then. Like, like metal armor? Yes. Cool. I'm good then. Uh, I'll search for traps. Sonny's going to search for traps. Okay, give me investigation. 19. Trap. Come here, trap. Uh, I'm assuming that you would communicate uh, any traps that you see to your party. Um, So, Sonny, the traps that you see where you are located, all along the stage points, there seem to be places where, or not along, uh, around the stage and the moat and such, there seem to be places where there are like pressure sensors. If you step on a thing, uh, an effect will happen. Um, And they seem to be placed fairly regularly along the space. You can't tell exactly what they do, but you can definitely tell that if you touch it, something will go off. Some bad effect will happen. Uh, So I look around the stage and I'm like, hey, there's definitely some like area of effect traps around the stage and they're evenly positioned. Just for the party who is looking at the map, the little dots that have appeared around the stage each cause different things to happen. So the battle begins. The very first thing that happens is uh, the dude with the incredibly punchable face who looked like he had two muscly dudes standing next to him said muscly dudes, ha ha, pop off. And you realize that there's four of them. They were two lizard folk stacked on top of one another twice. And he now suddenly has five dudes total on his team. Oh my God. Um, Collusion. mm -hmm. And uh, that was party or that was group four and they're going to dash off or group five and they're going to dash off and just start wailing on group six, which is the bachelorette party. Um, The the half orc wearing the bride to be shirt. Uh, And you can also hear cheers in the stands and you realize there's a whole group of people wearing team bride t-shirts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, and two of team bride just go down. So the bachelorette is still standing, but the other two are down. Next up, group number four dashes off to attack group number three. So group number four uh, has Uh, Three people, and they dash off to go attack group number three, which is just one little old wizard man. And you can hear him yell out, ah, yes, good sport, good sport we are. Um, And those three go to town on him. And he just is immediately downed, just just nothing. Um, His arcane familiar, an owl, uh, flies away. Poor Mako. Didn't even get to meet him. All right. Cool. (laughs) Lots of things happening around you. And then 
Uh, group one uh, looks like two elf men, and you can see one of them goes off to attack group number two, and the other one is casting spells at a distance that look like they are buffing uh, the other elf, and he says, good job, honey, you're doing great, you're doing great. And now he gets to roll with advantage, and... Uh, still doesn't do great, but does manage to uh, get into battle with somebody else. And then, what did I already say? Group number four attacked some people. Da, 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 da. Bride-to-be, seeing that half of her party uh, went down, immediately goes into a rage and starts smacking at people and absolutely levels the uh, lizard folk who knocked her friends down. With that, it is both Sunny and Lily's turn to make an action. Do we get to go at the same time? Yeah. See you later. So I have, with my new fancy boots, 55, or no, yeah, 55 speed. Ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Lily's going to draw her chaos blade. I rolled a five, so that is a plus one D4 fire. We've got fire blade today. Uh, and I'm going to attack group 12, whichever person was closest to me. Excellent. I rolled a two plus. Oh my. Uh, yeah, plus six. So I uh, have an eight to hit. All right. So Lily runs over, goes to slash her chaos blade uh, at this tall elf man who just. Dodges out of the way. Ha ha. I'm going to follow up with my second action and attack again. Uh, gosh, for nine. Nine total yeah. to hit. <laughs> I'm not doing great. Uh, and again, he just boop, pops to his other foot. Very, very dexterous and, and sprightly. Ha ha. You cannot get me that way. As my bonus attack, I'm going to punch him. Okay. I rolled a one. Stop it. I'm, this dice is going to jail. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that's going to miss. Um, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you knew this. Um, Sunny, what would you like to do? Um, how far away from 12 are we? Um, probably a movement or less. So 30 feet? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sunny's going to slice open her hand and cast Bane on them. That's intense. <laughs> so it, you need a drop of blood. Do you do you take a, a thing of damage for slicing up in your hand? No, I'm doing it for effect. Okay. I don't even need my own blood. I could use Lily's mm -hmm. since she's just giving it away for free. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, Lily, let me. Let me Lily get a already of has her 30 gallon pin from the Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Did she steal 30 gallons or give 30 gallons? That's not your, your business. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why the Red Cross doesn't accept my blood donations. Like, why do you have all of this blood? Why is it in buckets? Where did you get it? <laughs> why won't you take it? It's perfectly good. So I'm casting Bane. They have to pass a 14 charisma. Um, all three of them. All three of them have to pass a 14 charisma. All right. This one does not pass. This one does not pass. And that one does pass. Okay, so for the people that failed, uh, whenever uh, 
a target that fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends up to one minute. Uh, target must roll a D4 and subtract the number rolled <laughs> from the attack roll or saving throw. Mm-hmm. Well, that is convenient because uh, the group that you just cast Bane on, is there anything else that you want to do? Is that an action or a bonus? That is an action, bonus action. I'm going to pop pop open my umbrella. Ella, Ella. Ella, Ella. Um, and it is good that you just uh, attacked the group that you did with Bane because they are going to take some swings at Lily. Oh. A crit 20 minus three will hit. An 11 minus three will not. And an 11 flat, I believe, will not hit. No, my armor class is 16. Okay, so you've got one hit and you will take four damage. Just four. Aha, uh-huh. yes. Okay, I'm going to cast... Hellish Rebuke. Uh, You point your finger and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful. I'm going to say that a five probably won't do it. It does not. What? I'm going to roll two d10s at the same time because I have all of my dice with me. All of my dice. Because I couldn't find a dice bag. That'll be a seven total. This person is suddenly looking pretty rough. Pretty rough, pretty rough. Unfortunately, from the uh, little gay elf couple, um, the fighter uh, goes down. You see his significant other call out, no, Meritor. They all have names. They all have personalities. personalities. You've outdone yourself. Backstories, jobs, uh, failings (laughs) under capitalism. (laughs) And you've got a couple of groups running up onto the stage to try to get out of the battle space. A couple of other groups run over and start attacking one another. And group 10 comes up to attack you, Ben. Big, big, strong. Big, strong, okay. Plus uh, above a 20 to hit and uh, not gonna hit. So you get one person who's going to hit you who is this with their battle ax. Okay. Um, and deals you eight damage. Eight damage. All right. Uh, and then he's going to swing again and absolutely miss, as are the other two. That will hit. And that'll hit. That'll hit big time. 11 more damage from the second one. Three damage from the third. Okay. Neat. <laughs> Just boom, 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 yeah, boom. Getting slashed with an axe and beaten with a club. 21 damage before I get to move. Mm-hmm. Great. Yikes. The there is a huge um, orc barbarian that just sprints towards the stage and <laughs> leaps the leaps and lands on the stage. Um, with that, I do believe it is finally Ben's turn. Cool. So I have how many of these people in armor? Three, Three right next to you. Okay. Cool. I'm also next to Ben still because I didn't move. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. I thought that you had moved slightly towards where the thing was. Well, they just all decided to gang up on Ben. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was just to the other side. Love so it. they saw Ben first. Story of my life. Um, Maybe they just thought that you were more powerful. I'm going to cast heat metal on two of them. Yes. And basically boil them inside of their armor. That is two, seven, which is nine, and eight. So it takes uh, 15, no, six... 17. 17. F- they, fire it. damage so on, on and two a, of them. Yeah. Dang, dang. 
they're suddenly looking real not thrilled. How are um, they smelling? Honestly, Crispy. <laughs> Crispy? Um, so the uh, the group here, so one of them has uh, longer hair sort of pulled back in a braid and she shouts uh, to the other one who was wearing the, the thick armor like, ow, dad, burn cream now. Uh, the, the group that you just attacked is a dad fighting with his two kids, nice. which is also a thing that I just liked a lot. Nice. We're having a good time. All it's right. A, it's a family day. It's a, yeah. it's a company day. There's a bachelorette party. <laughs> and I'm going to use, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to use a skill I have called Tempestuous Magic. Okay. Uh, to yeah. allow me to fly 10 feet away from them without provoking opportunity attack. Incredible. Where are you headed? Um, I'm going to head toward the center of the... Awesome. And it, it's just um, 10 feet, you said? Yep, just 10 feet. Okay. And then do you want to use the rest of your movement to continue going? Because no. you do have your whole movement. No, I do not. Okay. All I right. I just want to kind of glide back cool and just be like, listen, you might be outmatched. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Seeing as I just boiled your child. <laughs> boiled, you, boiled you alive. I don't um, know that I was actually listening. You win this game by being the last people standing, right? Correct. Okay. So just don't die. That's not what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Jordan, that's a 65 in the D100. Excellent. I had forgotten that that was even a thing. I am glad that you did not. I think that my the DC on that is probably like something like 85 now. It hasn't hit in a long time. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got a few more people trying to attack one another. Ooh, that's just going to fully take out. Yes. Um, so the rich prick in the really nice fancy suit of armor who had the extra lizard folk that were all brought down by the bachelorette um, orc, he immediately just gets rocked by several arrows, thunk, 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 um, from group number four. Uh, and it like, like he was ready to wave a white flag. He had a little white handkerchief. He's like, there's no way that I can fight. I just wanted my, my muscle to win for me. And then whoop. Down he goes. Um, he had 11 hit points. Nice. <laughs> nice. Cool thing he's got there. Yes. And then this other group of uh, three shorties. So you've got a halfling bard, a dwarf sorcerer, and a dwarf barbarian. Um, all gang up and actually take out big ol' half-orc who was uh, jumping up on the stage. So she's down. Um... So we're just we're just cruising through, folks. Um, I do believe it is Sunny and Lily's turn again. Well, I'm doing what I did last time. I'm attacking with my chaos blade twice to try to injure this person. Oh, I didn't roll in the box. Let's try that again. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> you missed the box. Oh, oh, I rolled a one. Oh my god. And a 14 plus six, dirty 20 on the second. Well, <laughs> um, you slash into this sorcerer on, on a what? A 20 something? A 20. Great. Um, go ahead and roll damage on that. That will be six. Um, awesome. So this, this guy who's just been bouncing out of the way, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. And just, whoom right into your blade, thunk. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't think that I'm going to be able to last this one out. Um, and is the four additional, is it poison damage or is fire. it fire damage? Um, so 
Uh, his robes just ignite on fire. Excellent. I'm also going to punch him. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, how does a 17 land? Definitely. Excellent. Finally. Uh, 1d6. Oh, wait. I had a plus five on that last one, too. So it was a 25 to hit? No. So it was a. I rolled a 1d6, and then it was plus five, and then I also rolled the d4. Oh, so do you need to add five damage to that? Yeah. Uh, this this man is on death's doorstep, and then you go to punch him in the face. I'm going what? to punch with non-lethal damage. Well, th- no, you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to okay, worry about it. All right, right. So I hit him, and then I'm rolling a one d six. Okay. You you would kill kill someone if like you hit them and you hit them again after they were already down, or if you did like massive damage mm. that was multiple times their okay. HP. That'll be seven damage. Seven damage. Uh, yeah, he, ha, 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 ooh. And just, just to add insult to injury, boom, right in the face. Down he goes. And the woman who was with him goes to try to revive him on her move um, and definitely moved through your, uh, through your threatened area if you would like an opportunity attack on her. Of course. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna let her go. It's fine. Just let her go. <laughs> oh well, then that'll be 17. Yeah, roll that damage. <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage. Yeah. Okay, that'll be 11. Uh, yep. That's that's gonna um make her look real unhappy as well. But she is not down. But she she is definitely bloodied. Um, Sunny, go ahead. You are actually very close to three people in very hefty armor. Yes, yes, yes. Who conveniently seem to have disadvantage on things, or two of them have disadvantage on things because they're casually on fire. So if they have to make a saving throw, now's the time. Does that mean that wizard lady is also on fire because I attacked with the fire blade? Yes. In fact, everyone's on fire. Uh, in fact, she she crit failed that that fire <laughs> check. Um, so she's gonna take I don't know some she extra explodes. damage. Just I rolled a one d four and I got a four on it. So she's gonna take four extra damage and just be again barely like pretty much on death's doorstep. You could leave her and let the fire take care of her. Um, I'm gonna cast spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon, incredible. And what does uh, that? Uh, my chain comes out into existence. Um, it floats Exciting. around and I'm going to smack people with it because it can move 20 feet. <laughs> All right. Smack some people with it. How many people can you hit with it? I believe I can only hit one at a time. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> that went that went poorly. So that misses. So I've cast spiritual weapon. I've used it. Um, Ben's right next to me. Ben's 10 feet away. Ben's 10 feet away. Um, Ben has three people on Ben. You have three people on. I have three people on me. I I flew away. You flew away. You have three people on you who will attack you between now and Ben going. Great. And I have my shield up. So I do have like a 20 for armor right now, but also, (laughs) yeah, I think, uh, are you going to turn the lights off? You're going to reach into your pocket hold the dark stone and cast light. Yeah. What is the range on light? Six. <laughs> Seven. 493. 20 foot radius, an additional 20 feet. So 20 feet of pure black and then 20 feet of 40 feet of pure black because it's a 20 foot radius around you. They can't see 
anything. Um, so you are within 40 feet of the wall. So darkness is just basically going to take over you and Ben Allen Roth and- The whole area. Um, honestly, all the way up to Lily and the people who are on fire there, like that entire corner of the stadium is just pure darkness. Uh, turn the lights down, baby. Turn to stone. I know that's an Ellie Goulding song and not a Rihanna song, but can, it, that can was I, a perfect cast. Can I have some creative liberty? Is that audience? what the next line is? Turn to stone. And something, something. I can't when I'm alone. I cannot understand a word she says when she's singing. What is it again? Turn the lights off, baby. Turn to stone. You turn the light off, baby. Darkness. That like that. Oh yeah, yeah I did not. You know we won't get in trouble for this, not because um, the song isn't in like like. Everyone Imca. knows that Ellie Goulding songs are in the public domain. She has it no is rights. not in the public domain. It's just that you guys did such a terrible job singing it. Thank uh, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this entire corner is now just engulfed in blackness, um, almost up to like the edge of the moat and the stage. Uh, Sunny, you still technically have a movement if you want to try to go in a direction. Um, yeah, I think I might move the direction I saw Ben. Uh, no, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go the uh, uh, last place I remember Lily being. Last place you remember Lily being? All right. Um, do just like a wisdom, either a wisdom check or a wisdom save, um, just to see if you can get That's there. That's a d12. Please don't please don't take that role. It was a D12. I don't know. Where I cannot D20 tell was. you how long I misunderstood DC12 as roll your D12. When I first started playing D&D, it was bad. So I did get an 11. The answer is never roll your D12, Jordan. Yeah, that's that's so true. What are you a fighter doing? All right, so you're going to get like you're unfortunately going to land about halfway between Ben and Lily, just because that's where you thought you were going. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. No. Wait, can I still see in this dark? Nope, my dark vision doesn't work. Uh, it's just darkness. Now, Sunny can dismiss this uh, basically at any time, um, but now those three who were trying to attack you and then you just cast dark and then ran away are just going to start swinging. And two of them make contact with one another. <laughs> Excellent. And hijinks ensue. Specifically, um, oh, do they have disadvantage on their attack rolls? <laughs> uh, and specifically, the two who had heated metal now now are down. Cool. I'm just imagining the like typical hijinks music in my head. All right, so two of them are down. So there's only one left in that group. Um, the woman on fire next to Lily goes down and group 12 is eliminated. Um, it is Ben Allen Roth's turn. Cool. You are engulfed in darkness at the moment. How many teams have made it up onto the stage? Uh, everyone except you guys in team 10 that is remaining, but four teams. Cool. But then they're like in the middle. What is the, what is the red? The red dot figure. is a a second stage on top of the stage. A second stage on top of the stage. Yes. Cool. Um, I'm gonna use. Is there anybody up there right now? There is nobody up there right now. There's nobody up there right now. Okay. How far at last check was I away from the um, from the stage? No, from the from the folks that were the the two down and one not down person. Um, five to ten feet. Okay. Cool. 
so I'm going to cast Thunderstep. Okay. And I'm going and that teleports me to a spot within the range which is uh which is 300 feet. Oh my goodness. Um and I am going to just like teleport on top of the hexagussy mm-hmm. in the middle, <laughs> like the, just the very center. And anybody that is within a 10 foot sphere of me when I leave has to make a constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, Sunny, unfortunately, you also have to make that con saving throw. I should have moved. I should have moved towards Lily, not towards Ben. Yeah. And you rolled an 11 oh, to get right. towards Lily. Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ben, I'm weak. He didn't know 18. you were there. <laughs> you got an 18? Yeah. You're fine. Um, no half damage on this one. 11? 11 does not save. All right. So then uh, how much damage does this one take? That person's going to take 3d10 thunder damage. Unless you roll incredibly poorly, they're, they're down. I rolled 14 plus 18. Oh yeah, they're they gone. They rolled eighteen. Yeah. All right, and then you you wanted to be in the center of the center of the. Of I want to be in the center of the center. Yeah, exactly there. I want to be. I want to be where the people are. All right, Jordan. What's the weather like in this? There really isn't weather because of the enclosed sphere. If anything, the air is like frighteningly still. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna change that. <laughs> it is going to be unfrighteningly not still, uh, or maybe frighteningly unstill. Um, I because I can, can I'm going to use storm guide and control the wind as a bonus action. Okay, and so I'm going to make it spin in a circle around me. Okay, for a hundred foot radius sphere centered around me. I'm Would pretty you sure say that's the whole hexagon. Hundred foot radius. Radius? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the whole hexagon. It's only uh, it's only two hundred feet across. Yeah. Oh. Um, would you say you're throwing that gas in a circle? Yeah, throw that throw that gas in a circle. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. what does this do other than create a swirling wind? Um, nothing. Great. Just it's just terrifying. Yeah, just drama. It just vibes. Okay. Just vibes. And I need to make another. So fifty six. Probably not, yeah, not hitting gonna, at not that. Hit, but it is going to decrease the. Um, I will say that you also maybe blew over a couple of these boxes because they're just empty boxes that are now tumbling about the stadium. Uh, I'm more so just going for like like a group, not an intimidation check, but like a group intimidation vibe, like an area of intimidating effect. Um, you know what I mean? Where like where like I the whole everybody that can see just saw me pop out of the darkness onto the middle of the stage and then put my hand in the air and start swirling the, the, the air around. Um, what is your plus on intimidation? Plus on intimidation is plus five. Go ahead and roll an intimidation check, please. Okay. Uh, that is a 13. Uh, you've definitely gotten some people concerned. Definitely some cool. people are concerned. Cool. Uh, so Squadron of Small is going to run up onto the same platform that you're on, Ben, and they're going to take three swings at you respectively. Uh, seven, eight, 14. 14 exactly hits. Great. Um, deals you six damage. Cool. Uh, and then it is Sunny and Lily's turn. So you guys are in the dark and 
technically can't see anything that happened other than you heard a big, loud, thunderous noise from Ben Allen Roth, and you are shrouded in darkness. Um, I'm gonna dismiss the light before Lily can go. Great. If that's cool. Yes, so the darkness is gone. And Lily, cool. suddenly you can see. What you see is up on the stage, you've got Ben Allen Roth surrounded by uh, three little ones, a, a couple of dwarves and a halfling. Mm-hmm. Um, there is still a, a half orc up there and a couple of people just duking it out right on one of the edges of the stage. Just as a sidebar, I'm gonna do my best um sort of to give off the impression to the other members of my team that I probably got it to just like focus on people that aren't immediately in front of me. If that makes so, sense. So you can handle the people around you? Yeah. Got it. Like, haha, I got this. So who's not in the center? Uh nobody. Literally just you and Sunny are the only ones who are on the ground. So to get onto the stage, you could go through the moat and you would just have to avoid the um, traps that you had set or had been set, or you can uh, take the easy way, the the long way and go upstairs where there aren't traps set. But knowing Lily. <laughs> if I move my full movement of 55 towards groups two and four, mm-hmm. am I within 30 feet? Almost definitely. Yeah, so you have a movement of 55 now with these boots. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Love it. Do you remember early on when I started adding what was unreasonable amounts every time we leveled up to my Yeah, you movement? had like 15 <laughs> speed or 75 speed. Yeah, by the time we were level four. Everybody was like, wait a minute. Wait a we were minute. like, why are we so slow? Yes, you can get solidly um, within 30 feet of groups two and four. All right, so I'm going to go ahead. And, and you are still one level below them for what that's worth. That's fine. Uh, I am going to cast Fist of Unbroken Air at two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says you can create a blast of compressed air that strikes like a mighty fist. As an action, you spend two key points and choose a creature within 30 feet of you. That creature must make a strength saving throw. Um, and it is a uh, save of 13. Uh, does not save. All right. So they are going to take 3d10 bludgeoning. And are also knocked backwards, correct? Uh, yes. I will get to that in a moment. First, I will row the 3d10. I can find them. Okay. That will be seven plus three plus two. So 12. I'll take 12 damage and then I can push the creature up to 20 feet away from me and knock it prone. Uh, so I would like to blast it off the like stage area that it is in. All right. Um, it's going to take some falling damage on the way down. Thankfully, only one point of falling damage. But uh, how far are you blasting him? You said up to 20 feet. How far do you want to blast him? 20 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20. In a literal straight line, landing on one of the traps... At exactly 20 feet. What does the black box do? Um, And he is going to be slashed by a blade and take an additional four damage. Yeah. And uh, 
this person went from like raw battling people on stage to getting blasted off the stage, hit by air coming out of Lily's fists, being flung through the air, taking fall damage and just to add insult to injury, like, ha, I didn't die. And then two blades just come out of the ground and go whoosh and slash through him. And group two is eliminated. Goodbye, group two. Uh, Sunny, it is your turn. Uh, you really, you have to move to see or get to anyone. Can I do a double move and get like closer to people without inciting attacks? Definitely. Do you want to go through the moat to get onto the stage? Do you want to get onto I'm the gonna stage? I'm gonna go the long way. You're gonna go to the go long way. On okay. the stage. Cool, I can do that. Incredible. So you are basically just right uh, up against the stairs on the, uh, as you're looking straight on left-hand side. And do I have a bonus action? You still have a bonus action. Can I move my spiritual weapon to attack? How far can you move it? Because 20 feet. last it was sort of in the corner where your darkness was, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're moving it 20 feet just closer to the I'm action. I'm just gonna move it 24, 20, yeah. 24 20 feet. feet. Yeah, 20 feet closer to the action. 24 feet, exactly, and then I'm going to never think about it ever again. <laughs> I'm gonna forget it's there. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, then uh, number six, the, the the big barbarian is gonna come up and hit you from behind Ben Allen Roth. Okay. Or, or, or attempt to, I should say. How's a nine do? Doesn't hit. How about an 11? Does it hit? <laughs> She swings, she misses. She swings, she misses. Um, cool. Yeah, but you've got uh, literally four creatures around you at the moment. Cool. Uh, and I believe it is your turn. What's the crowd doing right now? Um, so things have gotten pretty rowdy. Like they've been, they've been hyped this entire time, but they are just screaming their heads off. Like, uh, you thunderstepping out of the darkness was really epic looking. That's what I thought. Um, also, like there were a couple of really cool spells cast that yeah. that you didn't really get to see. That there's, get, kill them. They're 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 violent and vicious. Like uh, you definitely hear a give on the chair, give on the chair. <laughs> the chair. So they're pretty jazz right now. They're this pretty jazz. Like, this is like if every football fandom. God, that's not what they call them. <laughs> football <laughs> fandom. If, if every football fandom went to the stadium at the same time because all of their favorite teams were playing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. Uh, ben Allen Roth is going to sort of like do like a like a arms raising, make more noise motion. Mm -hmm. I can't hear you. Yeah, put, put my hand in my ear. And then as I do that, I'm going to take a bow. Excellent. And as I do this bow, I'm going to pull the blast saber off of my back. Okay. And I'm going to like, I know that I can't do two things at once, but I'm going to try to like channel the lightning, the power out of the blast saber. And I'm going to cast fireball basically straight. Straight out. Yeah. Around you. Around me. Great. Um, what is the range of area of effect? It's a 20 spent? foot sphere. 20 foot. 20 foot radius sphere. Two. Okay, so this will get all of seven, all of six, but none of, uh, not the remaining two people in group four. Cool. And I'm also going to use that fancy dice You're to also... triple the damage. To triple the damage? Yes. 
Uh, if you triple the radius, you would hit group four. Um, no, I'm going to triple the damage. <laughs> yeah. You're going to triple the damage. I'm going to triple the damage. All right. So, it's a lot cooler if you just like. Yeah. So they're going to, so I'm going to, I'm going to roll this on the, um, you're going to triple the damage on a fireball. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to triple the damage on a fireball. People are going to be incinerated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ethan or not Ethan. Uh, ben will be the look down upon right, contestant. So the first is 30 and it, do I just, do I multiply 30 or do I roll it? So when it says triple the damage, do I roll 96 three times or do I? I'm sorry. It's nine D six for fireball at level four. Yeah. Um, would you like to roll 27 dice? Well, I mean, I just rolled, I'm just going to do it on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Roll, roll 27 dice. Okay. So the first set is 30. The second set is somehow also 30. Okay. And the third set is 27. So you're going to do 87 damage. Yes. To to four separate characters right now. Yes. That's a 60. Okay. Um So I just basically like put the staff into the ground and like whoosh fireball out of it. Um, so, um, the bride to be, yeah. And the three little, uh, little beings near you, you did 87 damage. So you have knocked down the bride to be and, uh, one of the dwarves. And as the smoke clears, um, Two of Team Little are just simply gone. Just just fully incinerated. Gone. Okay. Um, you do not see them anymore. Okay. No one sees them anymore. Okay. And groups Whoops. six and seven are in fact eliminated. <laughs> what have you done? Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for my bow. And just like salute the crowd. Uh, No one's left, right? Uh, The remaining person from group four uh, flops down, having seen that. I'm out! I'm out! I'm out! Um, can I like I, I don't care how what the distance is. Can I give them a white flag or like a white piece of cloth? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just like have the spiritual weapon, pick them up and carry them <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> um, Wipe their tears. As that happens, um, everything in the arena sort of freezes for a split second, and it's almost like a time stop spell has been cast. Um, so the three of you are very much aware that things are still happening in the arena, but if you look outside the arena, everyone else has stopped moving. Uh, Suddenly a bunch of like medics rush in, gather up everyone who was injured. Um, Then they come up onto the stage next to you. They pick up the two people who were there um, and look at two piles of ash. Like uh, you hear a little conversation happening between like a couple of cleric types. Like, can we do anything with the ash? Is there, is there a way that we can, maybe we should just grab it for the party member. I don't know that. That's a lot. I don't I don't think that we can do anything with it. And they they sort of like throw you a look that's like 
maybe fear, maybe <laughs> awe, maybe a little bit of both. Okay. Um, and uh, all of this sort of happens quite quickly, uh, but it's it's eerily quiet because everything else is time stopped outside of the arena. And as all of the uh, bodies get cleared out and the last remaining group member of group four walks out, uh, sort of carrying one of his compatriots, uh, sound suddenly happens again and you just hear the crowd erupt into glorious cheering, screaming at the top of their lungs. And you see up on like the screen that had previously had the Pharaoh's face uh, images of your party during the combat um, and your names that you had signed up on the sheet. Did you use your correct names or did you write down fake shit, Lily? Uh, Lily, like, just made scribbles. Just she, made scribbles. She she just was like, this one's ours. Great. So that scribble appears at the top. Uh, this one's ours. And you hear everyone shouting, this one's ours. This one's ours. This one's ours. 